Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. We are back on the Chris Rose Rotation. This is episode number 143, presented to you by John Boy Media, and once again, presented to you by friends over at SeatGeek. And I'd like to welcome in my good friend. I'm going to raise a glass of whatever he's drinking. Cuban coffee, perhaps, Miguel Rojas? Yeah, double espresso. You know, that's, uh, espresso. Uh, that's my coffee of uh, preference in the morning, especially okay. when I wake up, you know, like I, I have a, a long day ahead of me, so... I'm going to drink a little bit of espresso, and um, I, I get my day going. All right, so we're shooting this at about 10.30 Miami time in the morning. Uh, that's why I've got morning boys, everybody. Sorry. Right, right, Maybe right. I should have grabbed a double espresso <laughs> myself. Um, and this is game four against your old team, the right. Los Angeles Dodgers. Is it nice when they come to town? You still like Because there's still a lot of guys on that squad that you played with. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's always nice. Uh, last week, I got the opportunity to go there. Um, I play in Doyer Stadium, and every time I got the opportunity uh, to go back and, and reflect on my, my first year, you know, like you, uh, one, of, one of the things that I would tell, tell the, the young players on the team, the rookies that are gonna, about to make their debut, pitchers or position players, I always tell them, hey, you're not going to be a rookie uh, next year, you know, like uh, take, take advantage of this opportunity. Uh, learn whatever you have to learn but do, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself because sometimes you play for something bigger than just being a big leaguer you know you just want to stay there and you get consumed with uh with a lot of things uh, around the field uh trying to make a name for yourself trying to play good and you don't enjoy the atmosphere and the things that are, that are in front of you, like I play in front of 40,000 people every single night. And I thought that was like normal, you know, that it, it was uh, like, I mean, this is how the big leagues is like. And I just going to, I just going to experience that moment. And, and, and I didn't actually like recognize that I was doing really special. And, and when I go back to Dodger Stadium and I play in front of 40,000, I always get, uh, um, I mean, those emotions back. But uh, yeah, it's always nice playing against them. Uh, I got to talk to Justin Turner a little bit. Uh, um, I know Alespecia from the bullpen. He used to play with us. Um, guys, I still got a couple guys that uh, that I know over there. And um, I mean, you're always going to uh, be special to play against or with the Dodgers, for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, you got a chance to talk to Trey Turner because yesterday he took 96 right to the Dome ends up uh, staying in the game, and then the next pitch, he ended up stealing second base. And I heard something. I thought you went over and talked to him a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, it's, it's part of the game, you know, and I mean, we, uh, yeah, we're competing. We're trying to beat each other, and, uh, and, and but when something like that happened, as a, you know, as a leader of the team, you have to make sure that the other, the, the other guy is right and, and actually tell them that, there's nothing, there's no purpose behind that pitch, you know? Uh, telling him that, I mean, Cabrera didn't have his fastball yesterday throughout the whole game. You see in Cabrera throwing a lot of breaking balls, but uh, I mean, never you, you never want to see a guy hitting the head like that with uh, with that kind of velocity. And um, when he got to second base, I got to say, hey, Trey, are you okay? Um, and he said, yeah, yeah, I, I have to steal this back on, on, 
uh, samples of uh, like samples of the game. You know, like you have to after you get hit by pitch like that, you have to steal a bag if you're that that fast. So yeah. he was uh he was so like I'm, I'm I'm glad that he was okay, but he was in a in a good mood too. So I'm 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 happy that that happened. Well, plus you know he's he's a little bit of an owner in John Boy Media, so we need to make sure that one of the boss men's okay. Okay, I didn't Did know, you that. know that. No, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, even better today. If I, if I, if I cross path with him today during the game, uh, I will. Uh, I will tell him what's up, boss. Yeah, but the key thing is, is that you have to hit the double. You don't want him getting to second base. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I get a a, a pinch hit at bat today. And, and oh, you're not starting today. Ah, huh? uh, yeah. That's 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 it. That's it. Baseball right now. You know, like when you uh when you get a couple of years in, you get the luxury of uh knowing uh beforehand when you have an off day, and it's nice, you know, because uh I mean, like I say, it's the, going back to the start of or your career when you're uh when you're a rookie, when you one year in, two years in, um. You have to wait until the next day and and see the lineup if you're in there or not, you know. But when you when you have when you have time and you're playing every day and you've been like going for a little while, mm -hmm. um, bench coach or manager come to you and say, "Hey, uh, you're off tomorrow, so so you enjoy whatever whatever you do in the night, and you know um, you're not gonna be playing and you're gonna take the the day and and rest a little bit or whatever you've been dealing with, so uh, you can plan your day day around it." By the way, um, so you got to see your original big league family with the Dodgers the last two weekends, but you got to see real family over the weekend as well. Is your sister still staying with you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, she got here um, during the day off on on Thursday, and um, I got I got to pick her up at the airport. Um, happy to spend time with her yesterday. Uh, yesterday was her her birthday, so oh, nice. we went to dinner and. Uh, it was pretty special. She's been coming to the games every day. Um, I mean, it's always nice when I have the the chance to spend time with her, knowing that uh, she's been working so hard on the label, and um, so she's uh, she's been the boss, you know, um, all over all over whatever we need to do in Venezuela and here in Miami um, with uh, with the music and and I'm I'm so I'm so proud and happy for her that uh, she found a place where. She's really happy and she's uh, she's working on on the stuff that she needs to work on. And I mean, nothing but the best uh, hold the future for her. All right. So tell us a little bit about her. Tell her. Tell, tell us her name. Tell us what the age difference is between the two of you. Yeah, she's, she's working on she, music. And so right. fill us in. She's just uh, she just turned 25 and uh, her name is Noelia um, Nidenov. That's the that's the that's the last name from my from my mother and from my from my mother's father. Family. So uh, she's a she's a music engineer and uh, and a sound engineer. That's a, 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 what she went to school for. And uh, she did this in Venezuela. And now she's just want to spend her knowledge. And that's why she's coming here to attend a couple of the um, couple of the like um, couple couple like get togethers with another artist and another mm -hmm. uh, musician and another people that, that knows about the business. So we got a meeting, in, uh, I think it's tomorrow or the next day, uh, to get together with a good lawyer to, uh, to talk about little things that I don't know of, you know, about music. Because I know that the, the, the baseball industry, but music industry can be a little bit different at, yep. at, at times. And uh, so I need to get to know a little bit of the things when I, 
when I have time to actually contribute and, and do something else than just putting money down, I want to get knowledge of that as well. And my sister is here to do that with me. So um, we're happy. We're, uh, uh, I mean, we doing this together, it means more than, than just a business, you know? I, don't, I can care less if this is going to give me money or not in the future. I'm just doing it because uh, I want to actually introduce her to the world. And then whatever happened after is going to be all of her, you know, job. That's cool. I love yeah. that. But I will tell you, man, you end up being successful and Miggy Rowe wins a Grammy. You put the little Grammy trophy over your, you know, we'd have to build an extra shelf behind you. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I will never close the doors for uh, for for things that are coming coming your way when you work hard, you know, like yeah. I feel like if you if you put the time and, and you actually care about what you're doing and instead of just throwing money at things, I feel like when you get recognition, it feels like really special. That's why every time I, I get something in baseball um, on regard of whatever I did throughout my career, not just the year that you're working, you know, like you ask um, guys who wins MVPs and uh, rookie of the years and, and side young winners, they, they, they will say that whatever they work on the whole life is what they, they get the, the, the trophy for. And, and that's why hard work for me is, is, is everything. Got it. Hey, by the way, real quick left turn here. Do you know what hat I'm wearing? Yeah. That's the Jumbo Shrimps, right? Yeah, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimps. So, yeah. um, you know, I just I did the Browns preseason schedule. I called the uh, the preseason games on on a local TV affiliate in Cleveland, and our first game was in Jacksonville. Oh, nice! And so the stats guy who was helping me out that game, uh, mm -hmm. his name is Scott Kornberg. He actually calls the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp games. Um, okay. Yeah, I might I might know him for sure because uh, I was there last year. Yeah, that's what he said. He came up. He was like. Listen, I'm a huge Miggy Rowe fan. I listen to the rotation all the time. He said, do you want me to send you some hats? I'm like, of course. You know, I love the minor Please. league hats. So I've got a bunch of jumbo shrimp hats. So shout out, Scott. Thank you as always. I, I like their gear, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have, uh, and they actually have uh, like really good crowds too. They, they're packing that place. Um, I played I play for a couple games last year when I was uh, rehabbing. Mm -hmm. Um my finger and uh what one of the things that impressed me the most is how, how many how many jerseys and hats they have they have like a, a good variety of, the, of colors and and different hats it's pretty cool i like yeah. that well and we know you're a fashionista which takes me to the next part of this conversation this is important shit we're about to talk about i am that? getting ready to purchase my first pair of jordans oh my god that's yeah. This is actually like serious stuff. Okay, what do you got? What, what do you got in mind? Okay, so first of all, I want to let you know why this happened. On Saturday night, it was the third and final preseason game for the Browns. Okay. And I, I ran into the president of the team. His name's J.W. Johnson. He's the guy that hired me. Mm -hmm. And he was all decked out. He had an orange and white, like, checkered shirt on. And then he had a fresh set of Jordans on, right out of the box, orange and white. I was like, man, those look awesome. And he's roughly my age. And I was thinking... If he can pull it off, I can pull it off, too. Of course. So Michelle and I started doing a little online shopping yesterday. Nice. I think I have to go low top. I just. OK, you like the low tops. What, what are you going to wear them with? That's that's the question. If you if you're going to wear them to like actually travel and uh, like put some like nice jeans and uh, maybe yes. a color shirt and uh, yes. you're going to throw a jacket on. 
yeah, I mean, yeah, you're in the right direction. I'm not just going to wear them just to wear them. I'm going to wear them to go out. Okay, if you're going to wear it to go out, I will, I will say, yeah, the low, low ones. You got to go with the low ones. Find a nice pair that you like, colors that, that can go with everything. You know, like what colors are you looking for? Well, she was looking at, at some of the blacks, some of the grays, that okay. sort of stuff. Not, nothing that, that really pops because, once yeah. again, it's me. So you got to kind of play it down, you know. Yeah, there, there's, there's nice uh, black and gray that you can that you can go with. You keep looking at that wall. Is there stuff you got to show me? Yeah, I mean, I, I got a couple that uh that I think you will be. Let me let me show you one second. I uh, love I'll this. This right is back. like we're we're all going shoe shopping at uh, at Air Rojas. This is this is going to be the best thing ever. The nice thing is he doesn't have to come out and measure my foot or anything. That I always thought that was the weirdest thing. Maybe they only did that when I was a kid, but they used to take out the wooden measuring thing. Rob Scirocco, do they still do that with people? Like, I haven't had my foot measured in okay, years. I, I got some options Yeah, they here have for the, you. Uh, the, it's metal, though, now. Oh, it's the, oh yeah, the metal one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now that's not, what do we got? Okay, I got some options for you here. I know you say you like low, but yeah. uh, I would recommend to go with something like this, you know? It's well, a pretty looks, simple, that, clean. That's high, though. Yeah, it's high, but you can get it low, you know? I just, okay. I'm, I'm just showing you the, the colorway. Got it. So you can actually is like, that called pick. something in particular? Huh? What's that? Is that one called something in particular? Yeah, this is uh this is doesn't really have a, a a name more than a than a I think it's a, a patent gray. Okay. If you if you go pat pat Jordan wants patent gray um toe, you will find them in okay. low and highs. Look at this. This is like a cream color. Yeah. Okay, I like those. This is called Ama Manier. You can see it here. It's a uh, fr French. Ama Manier. Ama Manier. Yeah. It means my way. Okay. And then you can go with something like this. It's a uh, gray and navy. Okay, gray and navy. I like those. So, I mean, you will go, you will go on these stores online, right? Yeah. And uh, you can actually like look up for, for those in low, in low top, because I don't like low top that much because uh, I feel like the low tops that I have in ones, I wear them with shorts. Oh. But when I, when I travel, I like to use uh, heights better. I don't know why. I just like that. I think my feet get too hot in high tops. <laughs> That's a, that's actually uh that's actually pretty uh pretty interesting that you uh you can say it it's stupid. No 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 I'm not I'm not gonna say it's stupid, it's just uh just I never heard like someone pick up the shoes that they're wearing because their their feet got hot or or it is tight. It's something that I don't do. All I right. wear I wear shoes from size 10 to size 11 and a half. So I don't have a preference on like, yeah, the preference on my shoe is 11. So that's, that's, yeah. that's my size. That's where but I'm going. I, in, in, in Jordan's, you know, it's really hard to find size on, on, on certain, certain pair of shoe because uh -huh. uh, I mean, it's all, it's an old shoe. It's a retro that it, it came out in 1996 or something like that. And I want to get the shoe and it's, it's, it's a size 10. So I get it and I take the insoles out and I wear it for, 
like for a couple hours. I'm not gonna run on them, but uh, I still wear shoes from 10 to 11 and a half. Okay. All right. Even if none of these are gonna cost me 10 grand. What was the one I saw yesterday? There was one shoe that cost ten thousand yeah. dollars. Well, the- not really. This one, this one can be up to five hundred. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be too too high. Uh, this one is like two fifty, like two fifty three hundred. Not yeah. not as bad. And the other one that I showed you is a three like three hundred three fifty. Not not as bad. The shoe game you. is incredible. It really is. Holy smokes! Yeah, but what was the one? What was the one I was looking at for ten grand? Ten grand? Maybe the the yours. Yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. Christian Dior's. Those are those are pretty cool. You don't have one of those, do you? I don't. I don't have. I don't have them yet. I I'm I'm thinking like uh like maybe a special occasion if I do something that uh that I that it make me feel like you know like I deserve them. I, I don't know, them. man. I listen. I know that we're we're both fairly successful. You're more successful right. financially than I am, but um I don't know if I could drop ten grand on a pair of shoes and feel okay about it because every time I'd put them on, I would hear the ka-ching, ka-ching, like with every step. <laughs> There's other things that you feel like you can do with without yeah. 10k yeah. it's, i mean it all depends man because uh i mean life is too short to I be like worrying about stuff like i don't know uh, yeah i'm not gonna throw ten thousand dollars in a in a pair of shoes like that either but i feel like if that's what i like and i mean a lot of other people like get a chain or a or a watch because they like watches and they 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 don't stop to spend forty thousand dollars in a watch or or twenty thousand dollars in a chain because that's what they like and that's what they like to use. I feel like the shoes are kind of the same, you know. Like you're gonna wear them and you're gonna take advantage. See, here's the here's the deal though. Whenever I wear a pair of shoes, then I'm worrying <laughs> about where I'm going. Like, am I gonna be stepping somewhere where it's dirty, you know? And then I'm like, like oh shit! Now I've ruined yeah. my pair of shoes. God. There's no, I get it. I get this. it. It's a, it, but I mean, for you, it can work because uh, I mean, you're always working on on TV. You're always working like in front of, in front of a lot of people, even when when you're like behind the camera. Uh, and I think that's part of our our model. I don't know. I feel like our we we are a little bit more than just regular people, and a lot of people yeah. will be looking at what you're wearing. And then uh, so I, don't I need know. to up my swag game, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least start. That's a good start. Where you are right now, and you're looking for for your okay. first pair of uh, Jordans. I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty cool that you're okay. you're getting your pair. So the next time we do a show, you got an assignment. It. You gotta show me next oh, time. Oh yeah, no, no, this is this is a big step for me. You know, okay. I usually don't buy stuff for me, right? I mean, Michelle, yes, my two boys, absolutely. I don't spoil them, but you know, we, whatever. We, yeah, well, I spoil Michelle. But the boys, if they, you know, get if it's time for something special, we'll hook them up. Don't, don't you feel don't you feel it's easier to spend money on someone else than in yourself? A thou- I mean, come on. I'm a, I'm the fifth most important person in a four person household. Same. Yeah, I, I feel that I feel the same way totally. when I when I get when I get stuff for my wife or for my son Well, my daughter. She's uh, she's OK with whatever you give it right now. Of course. Um, but uh, I mean, it's so it's like so much easier. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm working for I'm working for them, not 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 just for me. Yeah, I get it. Hey, are you a little bit like me? You want to get somebody a gift, you know, that's a huge sports fan, but you don't know what to get them. Let's try this stadium map art. 
Stadium Map Art pushes laser engraving to the limit. It creates detailed wooden 3D stadium coasters, maps, and magnets. In fact, so far, there's over 150 stadium to choose from, and that list is growing. Cool thing is, you get the art, you put it wherever you want. You can put it in your man cave, you can put it in your office, you can put it in your living room. Somebody will look at that thing and they'll go, man, I want to get back there sometime soon. And a little shout out to the father and son tandem of Dave and Zach Holt. They are in Toledo, Ohio. Of course, they're in the Buckeye State creating this stuff. It's individually cut and engraved out of birch plywood. So it's awesome job by then. They have created over 10,000 coasters so far. So here's what I want you to do. Go to stadiummapart.com. Use the code word ROSE15 to get 15 bucks off your next order. Anything over $15. That is stadiummapart.com. Use the code word ROSE15 to get some dough off of your deal. Hey, there was an interesting play in one of your games the other day with Brian Anderson at second base. Um, he slid in on a play and fell off the base and got tagged out. Uh, so we're showing this play right now if you're on the YouTube side of things. He slid in and first was safe, and then he mm-hmm. popped up and his feet came off the bag. And his argument was that, hey, Chris Taylor pushed me off of the base. And if you look at it, he did. And Taylor kind of turned around because he knew he did too. Right. You know, is this fair game? I mean, as a middle infielder, are you trying to do this occasionally? No, it's not fair game, man. It's not fair game. I got a, I got a big problem with that play. And I'm a, I'm a middle infielder. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But hear me out uh when you when you get a when you get a ball like that or you're still a base you know and you get all all that momentum going into second base and then you got the shortstop pushing off the back i i, I don't I'm, I'm not okay with that uh, uh i i try not to do it because uh because i know how it feels and i know it pissed the whole the whole other thing off too you know it's not i don't think it's fair and i i'm, I'm not okay with that like if you're doing it on purpose and we we feel like it's a uh, is something that you're doing on purpose. I think uh, it's going to be a retaliation. Over, I'm not. I'm not going to say that that uh, a hit by pitch or anything like that. But you got to make sure that you cover your ass when you're like turning a double play because I'm coming in hard. You know, it's that's that's something that I. Uh, that's how I feel because uh, you're actually taking away uh, a base runner of of us being in a scoring position to score a run and and actually like changing the game, you know, at that point for us, you know, he's, he's, we scored the first run, he got in a scoring position, we got an opportunity to score another run, and then he just got pushed out of the, off the back, and you can't review that. So for me, it's not, it's not fair game. Okay, well, isn't this, isn't, aren't you supposed to win at all costs? Yeah, I mean, you do, but uh, you know when you do something like that is not, that is not clean, so you it's know? kind of like an unwritten. This one's kind of an because this is one I didn't know about. It is. I, it I is, thought for sure guys always push people off the bases. No, I mean you don't. I mean you're trying to apply a, a tag and a firm tag, you know. And if he comes off the back, I mean that's that's on him. He he needs to try to like stay on the control and be on the back. Right. But another thing is when he's already safe, and this guy is, is trying to keep the tag on, pushing off. You know, keep keeping the tag on is something, and pushing off the back. Is something else. And as a runner, you will know if this guy is pushing, is pushing you like Andy did over there. He knew he was pushing him back because he didn't have like 
as much support on on that leg to stay on the back. So I I I don't I don't feel it's right. Okay. I mean in 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 every back is is kind of the same, you know. Like I mean first base same thing when when you getting picked off at first base or the guys is just uh giving you a move to first base and you get there safe, right? So your hand is holding on the back. How about if the first baseman actually with his glove push you off? Are you going to be out or the umpire have the criteria to say he's pushing off the back? You know, if the umpire doesn't have any say in that and the first baseman push you off, is that fair or, or, or is that right or not for the first I baseman to so. do? I don't Right. And then you're going to have something as a team to let him know that he's doing something that you're not okay with, you know? Well, you're not going to remember this, but the first time I remember it happening was the 91 World Series. Kent Herbeck, it was the Twins and the Braves, physically like pushed Ron Gant off of the base and they called mm-hmm. him out. And I was sitting here going, you got to be shitting me. Like it was the most egregious push, mm-hmm. overzealous push. And Herbeck was an enormous guy. I mean, Ron Gant was a big, strong guy too. I mean, he wasn't right. tall, but he was freaking like strong as could be. And Herbeck slammed the tag on him and pushed his whole momentum right off the base, and they called him out in the freaking World Series. I was like, God, that's ballsy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that always going to be uh, a conversation in the, in, the, in the clubhouse and in the dugout, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, nobody's trying to hurt anybody or, or do something it. like that. But, I mean, when you uh, – next time that you go into second base, you're going you're gonna to go extra hard, you know, and you're going you're gonna to try to – oh, look it. Here's, here it comes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's Look, that's what I'm talking about. Him right that's, off the that's base. Not, and he's gonna be he's gonna be mad at the umpire because he's off the back, but he shouldn't be mad at the umpire. He should be mad at the at the player. Oh yeah, I remember that. Ron Gant was fired up. Oh, that yeah. was a great, great series. Really, one of the better series I've watched. Fun. Look at this though. Look at how hard he pushes him off. The, he almost like picks up his foot. He basically exactly. does. This is like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like it's so, it's, it's, it's not right. Yeah, you're, you're not happy about that. Okay, let's no, move on to some better no. stuff, okay? Let's talk about your ace for a second, who shut down the hottest team in baseball, the Dodgers, over the weekend. I know it's been kind of a lost season for the Marlins. It hasn't gone as you guys expected. Right. This guy's going to waltz away with the Cy Young, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know about that yet, but uh, I, I just know that I'm witnessing uh, the other day. I, I commented on a post that we're we all witnessing history here. Um, it's not. I mean, back then when they used to let the guys go uh, farther in the game, they were no not, not that much analytic into it. Things, you know, like we, you just right. let your horses go, you know, if they want to, you know, and, and 130 pitches, 140 pitches. Uh, Nolan Ryan's and and all those guys, you know, um, Greg Maddox throwing complete games with ninety pitches and stuff like that. But now it's a different era, you know. A lot of a lot of uh, analytics into it, uh, planning and and game planning and and meetings and how to attack this guy, where to look for. And then when you got a guy in twenty twenty two throwing uh, four complete games, he's pitching to the into the seven or eight uh, more than 10 times in uh, this year is something really special because you don't see guys who get to take the ball every fifth day without keeping a star or, or having an extra off day or something like that. 
and do that on the, on actually on daily uh, in every every single start. Uh, and then facing the Dodgers for the second time and making an adjustment because uh, they they put five rooms on him in LA, you know. And he took it personal, and I feel like he uh, he got a little extra motivation coming into uh, into Miami and knowing that he's gonna face him again. And uh, pitchers will never have an advantage when you face a a, a team for the second time because the the hitters already seen your stuff. They know where you'd like to throw the fastball, what how the sinker is doing, and what the slider or the change or whatever it is. And he came out and and did that in front of twenty five thousand people in Miami because Saturday was a Venezuelan heritage night, and people from Venezuela show up at the at the ballpark. I mean, I never seen. I I feel like I, that that was the first time that I was playing, and I felt the 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 ballpark like that. Mm. Um, really special and like I say I don't know if he's if he's gonna win the side jump because of that performance and and what he's been doing the whole year because he's still got like I don't know maybe six to eight more stars but I feel like he's gonna be um, on the record books up there for the rest of his life for 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 this year it's awesome it's so much fun to watch him and I know that the Venezuela heritage night was a, a big deal for you I saw you draped in your flag and everything I imagine it was unlike anything you had ever felt as a major leaguer before, right? Yeah, uh, that that was special. They always do it. They always do once a year, you know. But this year it was more involvement on the media. Um, a, a lot of a lot of a lot of people in, in on Instagram, on 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 YouTube, and and different platforms. They use their 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 voice and their presence to invite a lot of people from Venezuela, not just from Miami, but people came from Venezuela, um, Orlando, uh, all areas of Florida. And, and I feel like the, the ballpark felt different. You know, it was like a celebration of something. And we have a we have a big concert afterwards uh, from one of our best performance in in, in Venezuela and, and and I I like that and I like the atmosphere and we know we have a lot of Venezuelan people that support us and it was nice because I got three at bat that day and it was a, a standing ovation every time I came to the play oh. because uh because they were there watching me and I I heard some uh some people like screaming my name uh, and the team that I play in Venezuela for and uh, that made me feel really special. That's great. Is Venezuela is going to have a World Baseball Classic team, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Are you on? Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not. I can't tell you that I'm gonna be on the team because they're gonna do. They're gonna do the things a little bit different. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have like um, a pre-team that is gonna go into the spring training kind of facility or something like that. I I right. guess it's gonna be like that, and then they're gonna decide who's gonna be on the team. Uh, pretty close to the to the date that the competition is going to start. So it's not going to be a set roster. We're going to have all the Venezuelan players, the best Venezuelan players that we can have in this uh, concentration and in, in, in this um, in this spring training complex, maybe the, that we're going to be in, in Miami or, or close to close to Miami or Florida. And uh, from them, they, they will decide uh, who's going to be the best uh, team that they can be. But uh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm really excited about the opportunity to be part of that group and even if i if i make it or not make the the initial roster i will be um, supporting however i can if it, if i need to support being the shortstop every day 
I will be do I, I will do that. If I need to be on the bench, I will do that. If I'm gonna be home just cheering on them, I will I will do that role as well. I uh, I love the World Baseball Classic. I'm such a huge fan of it. I can only imagine what it's like, what it would be like for you to be able to represent your country. Yeah, uh, pretty special. I've I, I've been thinking about it for a long time because uh, last time that the World Classic um, happened, it was in 2016, and uh, I mean I I wasn't part of that team. I was in the big leagues, but I, I was like hoping for one one day to have the opportunity to be kind of in that like that part of my career where I can be recognized to be on that team. And uh, then COVID hits, we couldn't play in uh, 2020 or 2019. I don't, I don't, I don't remember if it was 2020 or 2021 that it was going to happen. And then this is actually my last chance because after this, it's going to be four years from now. Right. I don't know if I, I still going to be uh, playing or not, but uh, I think this is my chance. And I hope, hopefully I get the opportunity to represent the country. That's awesome. Speaking of representation, uh, the Seattle Mariners, they uh, put into their team Hall of Fame, former teammate of yours in Ichiro. And, you know, for years I had heard the whole, hey, Ichiro knows way more English than he lets on. <laughs> he did a fantastic nearly 10-minute speech entirely in English. He was funny. He was emotional. Uh, here's a little taste of, of what Ichiro was about over the weekend in Seattle. Even though I retired as an active player, baseball and Seattle have never left my heart. Baseball will forever be my soul, and my mission is keep, to keep helping both players and fans appreciate this special game. He was awesome. He what was a guy. He was absolutely amazing. When you are, you know, 40 years from now, you're telling your grandkids you got a chance to play with Ichiro. What is the first thing you'll share about it? Dedication and the things that he did uh, to stay on the, the to stay to be the caliber player that he was for such a long time. Uh, I got a, a Ichiro story about uh, how dedicated he was and and how good he prepared for, for every day and every year. And what he said there is, is, is the ultimate truth. Is he loved baseball as much as he lost, loved anything in life I, for me, for what I could experience and I could see. Ichiro would go to the ballpark during the off days to do his stretching, to do his warm-up, to do his uh, throwing program, and to hit BP. No, no matter where we are. Let's say we're having an off day in Philadelphia. He will call the, the ground screw in Philly. He will tell the guys that he was going to go to the ballpark, like play cash at the ballpark. Uh, if he can use the field, he will hit BP on the field. If not, he will use the cage. But he will go every single day during the season to throw long toss, to hit BP, to do his stretching and his workouts. Every single day, regardless of the team having a game or not. And I feel like that's dedication for something that you love. And that's other than the hits, the home runs, the, stealing, the stolen bags, all the years that he played, MVP, uh, uh, 3,000 hits, and Hall of Fame career, I feel like the dedication that this guy put into the game 
is remarkable. And that's what I'm going to tell my, um, my grandsons and my son when, when he grew up. He, uh, and he was doing that in his forties when you got a hold of him. Yeah. I mean, he could have been like, yeah, I'm just going to chill. I'm going to go uh, watch Netflix in my room. I'm going to hang out. And here he yeah. is busting his ass. Every single day, man. That was, it was impressive. Uh, I mean, for, for, for some people, it was like, what is this guy doing? You know? Cause um, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people think that when you work like too, too much, you probably gonna actually burn yourself and you're just gonna be tired. But when you have a routine like Ichiro does, I mean, it's gonna be part of your life. It's, it's something that you need to do to actually feel good. He was funny as shit though, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was, he was really, really funny too. With that yeah. serious face when he's in front of camera and when he's playing, you know? But uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, he was pretty funny. Good when he player. make a good play, he made a good play or he got a, like, he got a big hit or he hit a homer or something like that. He came back to the dog and I, how, how do I do it? He always say, how do, how, how do I do that? <laughs> like compliment yourself, compliment himself. Uh, it was, it was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Oh, uh, he was great, man. He was really good. Um, so I want to thank you for inviting me into your fantasy football league. We okay to yeah. talk about this, by the way? Yeah, of course. I okay. mean, we, we're preparing. We're preparing for fantasy football. Yes. Unfortunately, because of my duties with the NFL Network, I can't partake. I can cheer you on from the sidelines. I can give you advice on what to do, although I'm a terrible fantasy football player. So I do, I want, I'd rather have you talk to my kids. Like, my oldest son, Josh, has won our league a bunch of times. Brady pours more heart and soul into it. I mean, right. he's like, he's already looking at waiver wires after, like, Monday Night Football. <laughs> he's trying to sit here and figure it out. So who's in this league? Anybody? I mean, guys we know. Well, yeah, um, we're gonna have uh, well Brian Anderson and 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 John Birdie. They're gonna have okay. their own team. Uh, last year, the, last year Lee uh, was won by uh, uh, Anthony Bass. He's not part of our team anymore. He's not right. gonna play this year. But uh, so that was the first place. So Andy and Birdie uh, got the second place, and I got third place. But this is my this is the first year that I'm gonna be by myself. So that's why I was inviting you from the outside to actually be with me because uh, I mean, there's a lot of things about football that I, that I don't know of, oh, but I, know. I, I think I have the experience to put that a team together that I, that I would like, but the thing is like keeping up with a uh, injury list, you know, how, how in football is uh, a lot of players are questionable, but uh, you need the inside to know if, if, if he's okay to play or he's going to be producing, he's going to be taking a, taking place out of his hands because he's, he's hurting mm. and stuff like that. And, and yeah, yeah. No, that's I can't the part give that the I... insider information. Like we don't do, you know, we're not allowed to do that sort of stuff. No, so, no, no. I, I understand. Yeah. But like I said, I can get a couple of ringers in there for you with my kids. They would be more than happy to help you. Like, do we know if it's a full point PPR half point? It's PPR? a full, it's a full point PPR Lee. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a big deal. It's a big yeah. difference. Because that'll mean your wide receivers are slot going all the way up the board. Exactly. Do you so, have a pick uh, yet? Do we know what pick you have? No, we, we don't have it. We're gonna we're gonna do it in the next couple of days because the draft is in uh in an off day that we're gonna have in Philadelphia the fourth. So um, we're getting excited and getting ready for for fantasy football. I feel like I mean always in September, it's always nice to have something else other than than just preparing for the game of baseball and trying to win baseball games to go to October. I think uh, it takes it takes something 
takes your mind somewhere else. And fantasy football is, is, is always a nice uh, part of the year because uh, you, you carry that into the offseason too. And in the offseason, you're looking, you're looking you for something. On to a Sunday? Something. No, we have an off day on, on Sunday after Atlanta's game. So we're playing on, so we're playing on Sunday in Atlanta, and okay. we're flying to Philly, and oh. we're doing it that night Got when it. we get to Philadelphia. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have Labor Day off? Monday off. What is? I don't get the baseball schedule sometimes. <laughs> I know we're going to go back to fantasy football, but Jesus, like it's Labor Day. Can't ever, can't all these teams play? <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. Sometimes I don't understand either. So today we're playing a wraparound series with the Dodgers. Yeah. I don't know where they're going after after today, but we're playing a night game in a getaway day on a Monday. So I hope he ha they have off day tomorrow because if not, so. it's going to be. They, no, I think no. They're going to New York. They play the Mets for a big series. Okay, Imagine. that'll be fun. That'll be a good yeah. series to watch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. So do you do you have like a favorite NFL player you have to get your hands on that you love? Uh, well, the thing is, um, it, it depends of who I'm going to go with. Uh, last year, I picked Mahomes really early. Um, I think he was like my third pick or something Ooh. like that. But gotta I be got, careful. I know, I know. Don't but take I, quarterbacks I feel too like, early. People panic. What like, happens is one team takes a quarterback and then all of a sudden they start flying off the board because everybody's like, Oh shit, Josh Allen's gone. I've got to get my guy. Exactly. You're okay. You can be okay. You can take like one of 10 quarterbacks. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, I I I understand that and I I'm I'm part of that uh strategy as well. But I feel like in fantasy football, I feel like you always can get lucky picking a really good quarterback early and you can go for him if you got a, a really good two uh um running backs and maybe a tight end. I think I did it because of that. I, I did it because I got Austin Eckler uh, early and right. I got uh, uh, Nick Chop in the first two, like first two, I think first two picks, I got them last year. Okay. And then I got, uh, oh, it wasn't the four in the four pick uh, that I got Mahomes because in the third pick, I got um, um receiver. You must have George Kittles. No, I got, I got a you good got George Kittle. End. Yeah. So I got, I got those three and then I got, I got a good quarterback and I felt like I was in a good place to pick uh, my homes there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I gotta, I gotta know where I'm going to be picking and, right. and who I'm going to be have available and, and all that, but it's not a player like anymore in the past. Yeah. I mean, I, I will go for, I don't know. I feel like Brandon cooks was like one of my favorite oh, wide receivers. I always go pick. for him uh, yeah. a couple of years ago, like three years ago. But. All right. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to text me what pick you get when you figure it out. Okay. We are then going to run simulations. This is what we do in the Rose household. We are going to run simulation fantasy football. Oh, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. To Doing practice a little draft. bit. Yeah. Mod draft. I do like a lot, at least 50 mod draft a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, we started doing it yesterday. And so, okay. Um, and Brady and Josh, between the two of them, will confer. We'll get together. Maybe we'll do a team Rose Rojas Zoom. We'll go over strategy. We'll I love give you a full list of like sleeper guys that people aren't thinking about guys. You need to stay away from. We want to help you. We, I you know, like it. What it's I all like about. It. Okay. 
Okay, what what do you want my name to be uh, to be called? That's 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 gonna be your assignment because uh, I mean I you're not gonna be part of the the team, but at least you're gonna you gotta give me a solid name. I know, you know. Sometimes the the team names come after the draft because you can always after have a little draft. fun with the guys who are exactly. on your roster and kind of go that direction. Right. You know, like I don't know. For years, even though we DFA'd him this year. My team name was Franmil Reyes's chain. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just did something like fun there, but I have done st stupid stuff. Like uh, I had David Njoku, the tight end of the Browns. And I said, Njoku's on you. You know, I lost, I lost my tooth this year. Yes. We talk about it. We talk about it. I think I, I was thinking about calling and uh, calling my team the lo the loose tooth. I like it. So I, I, I'll, I'll see, I'll see how the draft go, but um. But uh, I, I would be thinking about it. Okay, sure. good. That's fun. That's fun. Hey, uh, before we go, did you see Francisco Lindor's uh, shoes the other day? His cleats that he was wearing? Well, he's wearing a brand new pair of cleats almost every day. Did you see these things? The, I don't know if they're... The, the green ones, the yellow ones? I don't know. They, what are they? I think they're yellow, aren't they? Yeah, I got, I, got a pair, I got a pair like that last year. They were a little bit more greenish. Uh -huh. But uh, I like that color a lot. I feel like, I mean, as soon as, as soon as MOB gave us the um, relaxed rules that we can wear any shoes that we want in any, any color, I feel like it's been game changer for, for baseball. Absolutely. I think a lot of guys that are expressing their, their style, I love them. I love them. Yeah. According to our amazing producer, Rob Scirocco, he said they're um, U.S. Open tennis yellow. Oh, by like the color of the balls. Yeah. Okay, I like that. They ought to make the material fuzzy like the tennis balls, too. See, now that would be up in the game. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Right, let's spin this so now, before, before we go with the wheel, yeah. uh, check it out. We're going we're gonna to post. Uh, I'm going to post on my social media so you guys can put in a, a part of this. The, the, the ones that I was wearing on Saturday, they made of glitter, and you're gonna, you guys gonna you guys going to love it. Check well, it out when from I, this I, past I, Saturday. Saturday, yeah, for Venezuelan Heritage Night. They're made of glitter. Glitter. You Rob, guys gonna, I'm gonna see give it you like last... ninety seconds to find that. No, 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 they're not. They're not up yet because oh, they're we, not haven't, we we haven't posted. But uh, we're gonna post today around noon, my oh. time. So. Okay. Well, Rob will have now by that by the time. Yeah, he, he's, he he's gonna have time. He's gonna have time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Excellent. How's your double espresso, by the way? Oh. Amazing. Got me ready to go. Are you energized after that? No, I mean, you know what energized me more? The conversation. I think I'm, I'm ready to go. So I'm like it's a never, double shot of it's espresso. Never it's never boring. It's always, a, it's always a pleasure. You're the best, dude. Mini-me. Okay, so you get in late uh, to a city somewhere. You're at uh, one of those swanky MLB hotels. What is the one thing that you go into the mini bar for? Oh, ginger ale, for sure, at night. Sometimes I, before, before I go to bed, I like sometimes a sip or two of, of ginger ale. And then for nuts, like they have like some, some places they have like uh, honey, cashews or something like that. Yeah. I go for those. I go for, for ginger ale and, and, and those. I don't, I don't like to go for the, for the little drinks, the alcoholic drinks. I, I leave them alone. So it's funny because um, you guys obviously stay in really nice hotels on the road. Right. The prices are ridiculous. Do you guys have to pay for your mini bar? 
Yeah, of course. For the mini bars and the and the and the things that you order to the room, like room service, you have to pay yeah. for that. But uh, yeah, the prices are are. But but I feel like mini bars save your life a lot of times. You know, because you're you can be hungry in the middle of the night. You wake up and I mean, you have nothing else to do than than open the mini bar and hoping for something good to be there. And um, I mean, you know how it is. It, it goes from from champagne to water. And, yeah. And well, shit, they charge you, they charge your ass for the waters. Like I know. Like those, know. you know, those big, uh, those big square bottles they'll put in the corner of the room and they put like a little do not disturb tag on top of yeah. it. And you look at it and you're like, that 20, bottle of water is going to cost you bucks. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'd yeah. rather just put my mouth under the tap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, dude, as always, it is great catching up with you. Uh, family's good. Everybody's doing well. Every, everything is good, man. Yeah. Uh, excited for for this last month of the year and then uh we're gonna take a little trip we're gonna go to europe um already planning that and uh yeah i got a friend so before we go um i got one of my best friends is is living in in italy and i haven't seen the last three years so i want to go there so he can meet my uh my little my little daughter and he can spend time with her and and all that but uh, we're planning uh maybe a, a two week two-week vacations to to Italy and, and France. So we're excited well, about that. I love that. But next time we're going to break the whole thing down because I want to talk Let's about a European vacation. I'm still trying to get my wife to get on a bird and go over there for one of those. So oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the planning. Don't forget, you text me what pick you have. It's I will. Stuff. Very as, soon as, as soon as I get it, I will, I will let you know so you can talk to the boys and we can set up a, a, a call and we'll go over some, some strategy. I love it. I love it. All right. Shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Scirocco. That is Miguel Rojas. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.